right. Love that music. I'm Dan Lukowitz. This is another episode of Dan on Top. Appreciate you watching, by the way. Today we've got a special guest. This is a fellow Next Level Mastermind, just like myself, Fletcher Wheaton, owner at Cabo Key. Fletcher, how you doing? Doing pretty good, Dan. Thank you for having me on. Hey, it's my pleasure, man. And thank you for all that advice. I was actually in Mexico last week with my fiance, and you gave us the rundown on different places to be. I appreciate that. How are things going in your part of the woods? You're over there in Cabo, right? Yeah, I'm in Cabo San Lucas. Everything's good over here. Great weather. Uh, haven't really used a heater AC this year. Um, the real estate market is doing very well. So, uh, you know, life is good right now. So you're not originally from Cabo, correct? No, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah, I think the accent gave it away, my friend. But um, <laughs> what brought you to Cabo? I mean, how did you get there? Okay, uh, well, my father bought uh, two places in Cabo in 2015, and uh, one of the realtors on that deal is now my wife. You know, whatever <laughs> was going to be just a, a weekend uh, real estate scouting trip turned out to be a little bit more than that, right? But uh, the logic behind the reason of why he was getting into Cabo was he had the majority of his net worth in the stock market and was looking to diversify outside of the stock market into you know alternative assets and real estate. And um, in Cabo in 2015, it, it certainly was not a bad time to buy. So uh, we see a lot of people coming down just looking like that to uh, diversify. Excellent. So why specifically the Mexican beach markets? Well, what about those excites you and, and you know, makes you so inclined to, to, to conduct your business there? Okay. Uh, the Mexican beach markets are a great place to be right now. Um, you know, Cabo, Puerto Vallarta, Tulum, uh, Playa del Carmen, all these markets are really denominated in the U.S. dollar. So people think when they go into the Mexican market, they're going to have to you know, do all these conversions with a Mexican peso being a nightmare. No, when you get into these markets, you have, uh, you know, for example, Cabo is going to be about 80% um, American and U.S. or sorry, American and Canadian buyers, and they're going to demand the U.S. dollar. So we are transacting in the U.S. dollar. It's not some foreign currency, right? And uh, when we, we have rental properties here, Dan, so we're collecting rent in the U.S. dollar. Now, if you went to other parts of Mexico, there are other part, uh, tourist areas like San Miguel de Allende where you can do that as well. But um, you have these, uh, you know, the infrastructure here, you have the airports, you know, it's really easy to get down here. And then the population growth in all these markets is uh, over 3% a year. Um, wow. So it's, it's, it's growing uh, drastically in these markets. So, Wow. So of the Mexican beach markets, why Cabo San Lucas? That's a good question. Um, you know, when you start getting into the Riviera Maya, which is, I believe that's where you were in Playa del Carmen, yep. Tulum, that area is a little bit older. You know, um, Cabo, really, if you go back to the, 19, you know, 1990, a lot of the uh, land here was public domain. So it was literally just owned by the government. It wasn't, there wasn't anything there. And now you have, uh, that was privatized. And now you see this massive expansion and you see all this development. So, you know, if you sometimes I go away from Cabo for about a month and when I'm coming back in, it's it's almost like a, a new area sometimes because you just have development going on left and right right now. And so it's uh, 
it's different because it's a less mature market and um, there's actually more land than there are developments and that's going to continue to happen. So I see Cabo being a fantastic market to own in, to visit for the next 10, 15 years, uh, you know, and then when you get to that point, you know, we'll, we'll see, but it's, it's definitely growing and it will continue to grow. Wow. So you've got that 3% population growth annually, as well as the fact that you have developable land available. It kind of makes for a perfect storm for real estate investing, I would say. Yeah. And another difference is, too, you know, when you go over to like Cancun, for example, Cancun's kind of like the textbook example of development gone wrong. You have all these sky rises on the beach. You know, they kind of uh, let tourism, you know, a lot of the reefs there have been destroyed. So Cabo is a lot more strict when it comes to development heights and, and things like that. So you, you've got that going for you, too. Mm -hmm. So, Fletcher, explain to us a little bit more about what you do and your day to day so we can better understand you know, your perspective and what it is that you're involved in. OK, so first of all, my, my wife does real estate. She's been doing real estate here for 10 years. That's just strictly residential. I've been able to establish relationships with developers, um, really excited about a project that'll be coming in um, very soon in a great area of Los Cabos. And that's a developer from the Riviera Maya that's coming over to Cabo. And that'll be a ground up development of 311 condos. So uh, I'm really the eyes and the ears of the operation for this company that uh, will have a satellite office here and uh, be in charge of selling out those condos, running a sales team and being the eyes and the ears of the operation, making sure everything goes smoothly. So really uh, development is my specialty and pre-construction here in Cabo. So you're involved with the development pre-construction as well as the sales process? Yes. Okay, excellent. So give us, uh, let's go a little bit more in depth. Talk to us about what that is exactly like. like what's your day-to-day -day like? Okay, so I mean, right now the, the permitting uh, here is quite, uh, I would say strict, you know, so we've been going through a lot of the, the thing is, is Cabo is desert meets the ocean with, you know, mountains. So you have all these people flocking to this area. And, uh, you know, it's basically as they build a desal plant, they all they already need a, another one coming online. So the permitting in order to get, um, you know, water permits, all these permits, these are a lot of things that we're going through right now. So right now it's a lot of the marketing, hiring the sales team, waiting for this development to drop, and then launching the development with all marketing and things like that. So that's, okay. that's some of the things that I'm doing. Okay, great. Wow, that's wonderful. And tell us a little bit about some of the upcoming projects in your pipeline. I know you touched on one of them. Any other exciting things coming your way? Well, yeah, the developer that I'm working for, uh, you know, that's part of the reason that uh, I was waiting for this opportunity is they have... First of all, they're, they've got deep pockets, uh, very strong track record. They'll be doing not only a project in Cabo, they'll be doing one in Puerto Vallarta. They've bought land in La Paz. So they're really um, branching out from the East Coast of Mexico and coming over to the, the West Coast market. And with that too, Cabo Key is really, that's a holding company. That's where we have our rental properties. So we have five properties right now and uh, looking to add more to those to our personal portfolio as well. Now, are those, you know, multifamily properties or what are those exactly? No, those are just houses and condos, but they were all bought pre-construction, Dan. So um, that's the great thing about Cabo is when you when you get into and understand the development game here, um, 
basically it's it's understood well if you you could buy a house that's already built right mm -hmm. so if you're buying pre-construction in order to entice you to buy they have to have lower prices sure now the risk is if you choose the wrong developer you know you could be waiting a while for this yeah. this property to come online so these how their houses and condos they're not necessarily commercial real estate but they were all bought pre-construction mm -hmm. now fletcher who is your typical client Typical client. That's a good question. Typical clients. Uh, so we have a lot of people that are coming down for retirement. We have a lot of people that uh, are buying a property. Maybe they're in their fifties and they're going to retire here later. So they're they're going to rent it out, you know, and they're going to live here for part of the year. Um, some people are working remotely. Some people actually, right now, we've seen a lot of people fleeing like the harsh lockdowns, um, especially during the winter months in the United States. But uh, most of our clients, I would say ha it's about half and half for investment and living. Mm -hmm. And how do you find them? Well, Cabo is, I mean, if I'm being honest, Cabo is kind of on an astronomical growth level right now. So there's people that are coming, you know, we have a uh, world-class airport. So you're having people come all the time. And that's what I'm saying. The development right now, I would say that you have less traffic coming because of the pandemic. Uh, due to people being afraid with flights, but the development has not stopped. So um, I think there will be a good opportunity in the next year or two to snag uh, pre-construction, which will already be built out um, because you have so many developments going on. But uh, there's all sorts of ways, but uh, there's a lot of people that are interested in this market. Yeah, that sounds like it. That's awesome. So in a sense, you've got your clients are almost coming to you because the demand is so high. Yeah, I mean, Cabo is a really hot market and, um, you know, the past five years have been crazy. You know, at some point, uh, I think you're going to see that level off. But uh, Los Cabos from 1980 to 2020 has been the fastest growing market in Mexico from a population standpoint um, out of 135 cities that this uh, survey did. Wow. Wow. So, look, you've got a lot of experience. You know, you're, you're maybe in a, a specific part of the real estate game that not everyone's familiar with. So, you know, what advice do you have to our viewers, Fletcher? Uh, my advice will, you know, be yourself, be authentic, um, surround yourself. You know, something that's helped me is that a lot of people down here, Cabo, it's so easy to get away with uh, just using English. Um, but uh, being bilingual has, has certainly helped. You know, I, I stand out in that regard. But as far as, you know, off that, I would say it's very important, Dan, you know this from Next Level Mastermind, surrounding yourself with with people, you know, and not just people that are going to support everything you do, but people that are going to give you an honest opinion and let you know, hey, Fletcher, that's not necessarily the best idea. I think you should be doing this and force you to pivot and really think about the decisions that you are making. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, the the people that you surround yourself with and the books that you read have such an impact on who you become over time. I just can't stress enough how important it is to be around good people. And and by the way, being around good people doesn't necessarily mean that you're even face to face with those people. Today with, you know, social media and with podcasts and with uh, networking groups, you can often interact with really high level individuals without ever meeting them. So it's really something that I think is important for people to keep in mind in, in, in today's day and age. Um, so yeah, it's, it's uh, really some great advice, Fletcher. So let me ask you something. You know, if you could go back in time, right, knowing everything that you know now, what advice would you give to your younger self? Well, that's a good question. 
I really got into real estate right after college. We uh, bought duplexes and triplexes in the university area of New Orleans, and we did we did well. We did well enough to uh, really think that I could I could do this on my own. And um, the older, you know, it, it was it took me five to ten years to realize that you know partnering up with other people is beneficial for everybody involved. So I would say that uh, maybe. Early success in real estate made me think that going alone was the route to go. But uh, if I could go back and really network better and establish better relationships or sorry, partnerships, that's something that I would definitely change. So you would actually establish more partnerships is what you're saying. Exactly. I think, the, um, you know, and our mutual friend, Adam Carswell, you know, he's really good at this is, um, you know, just networking. You know, it doesn't really cost you any money these days. You can get on LinkedIn. You can do all these different routes to do it. But um, I think uh, I, I was late to the game as far as uh, as networking with as many people, because, like I said, I, I thought I could really do a lot of this stuff alone. And uh, I've come to realize that it's a lot better to to roll with uh, people that you you like and you trust. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Fletcher, because I think of myself as, as normally like I'm a, I'm a solo practitioner, not in terms of doing my deals, but in terms of, of my business, like my day-to-day business. However, being in the Next Level Mastermind, I actually partnered up with someone who you know well, Zach Racinger, who's uh, flying in here uh, any minute, actually. And, and we have uh, an incredible CRE Pro course, I'll give a little plug, that we put together. And, you know, it's an idea that I had for a long, long time. And it wasn't until I met Zach and he had a similar idea where we just said, you know what, forget this. Let's, you know, pool our resources. Let's pool our energy, pool our knowledge, and let's put something together. And and I, I think you're absolutely right because you know oftentimes those ideas would just stay ideas. And until you have somebody else, right? That's the power of the mastermind, right? The one plus one equals seven mentality. And I think that that's really important. I do believe that's great advice, Fletcher. So thanks, thanks for sharing that. So you know we've got a few minutes left here, Fletcher, and I want to turn the table. Sometimes I do this to my guests. Any questions that you have for me? Yeah. Um, I'm actually curious uh, what types of deals you're doing. You do uh, net lease deals, correct? And yeah. Is that, all over, is that all over the country? Yeah, nationwide. We've got a, a national model. So right now I've got four Burger Kings listed in Montana. I've got a medical office building, you know, approximately $11.5 million in Iowa that's under contract. I've got a Wendy's deal here in Michigan in Grand Ledge that's going to be closing next week. And then I'm also working on some uh, large industrial building uh, outside of Chicago, um, uh, another tire store in Texas, sold a tire store in Miami recently, and uh, working on a pharmacy deal um, outside of Cleveland. So yeah, keeping busy with national net lease. It's a hot market and definitely having a lot of fun. So between that and the CRE Pro course, that's what keeps me busy. Yeah, no, and I back to the uh, the CRE Pro course. You know, I think um, I I know somebody in commercial real estate, and they have basically said that due to kind of side gigs like that, they were able to make other side income to to the point where they didn't. They could pass up on deals where there's a lot of syndicators that have basically they have to in order to eat they got to do deals right and this particular syndicator said that he did not have anything come across his desk that was appealing but due to the fact that he had something on the side like cre pro course and that it was actually producing income for him he did not feel the need to jump into a bad deal so i think it's cool to have these uh these things and it's an inspiring to see you and zach do that 
Yeah, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, hey, you know, we've got a, another minute left, so I don't know if you want to close with some words of wisdom or you had another question or something else, but uh, the floor is yours, my friend. Well, yeah, Dan, thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to reach out to me specifically to learn about the Mexican real estate market, and, um, you know, I think uh, a lot of people just really don't understand that. But uh, if anybody wanted to reach out to me, feel free to uh, cabokey.com. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Awesome. Well, hey, Fletcher, really appreciate you joining us. You've shed a, a unique perspective both on investing in Mexican beach markets and also uh, what it's like to work with developers and to be involved in the sales process. So, Fletcher, again, appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Dan. I'm Dan Lukowitz, your host. This has been another great episode of Dan on Top. Stay tuned because we've got plenty more value coming your way.